Hello, my name is Tokpa Hazan with my co-host Alec Pukapu. Welcome to Palabra, your number one podcast giving power back to African companies. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Perlab. Actually the first in the series. And if you actually listen to the introduction, you understand what Perlab is all about. In essence, Perlab is a French word that translates into parables. And parables is just wise sayings. It's giving you an insight into a subject matter that really um, pertains and will help you grow in your business or you know, your career. And so I have my co-host, which, you know, always has a boring voice, but you just have to, like, survive. Uh, I'm the boring <laughs> voice. <laughs> yes. So what fine. is your name? My name is Alec. Alec Fokapu. I'm CEO of 54. Yes. I'm the co-host. It seems that way. Yeah. So <laughs> Alec is the CEO of 54. I mean, you guys go listen to the introduction. This is all there. Without further ado, I'll introduce our amazing guest. Who are you? Welcome to the studio. Thanks. Morning. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my name is uh, Lucien Cancel, and uh, I'm a business development manager for Arbico PLC. Cancel, like counseling. Mm, almost. You know, I used to cut this <laughs> joke when I was younger, but <laughs> it's better now. <laughs> I think I'm assuming it more. No, actually, it's the French Cancel with a K. Ah, like wow. okay. even I like didn't know that. Yeah, nobody is convinced, but <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. All right. So um, you're you're here in Nigeria, and you're working at Abico. Yes, right? Abico PLC. Abico PLC. Yeah. So actually, I joined Abico PLC three years ago, but I've been in Nigeria for six years, working for wow. different companies. Yes, and trying to develop the business for those companies. So that's why today I'm still the business development management. So you're like manager. the money guy. Uh, we can call it like that, but uh, I think it's uh, a bit more than that. Different dimensions actually to the the position. Mm. Yes. So if we can talk about it. Um, so yes, you are in charge of developing the business. So bring more money. But bringing more money is not the only dimension you look at when you develop a business, uh, you have to look at uh, first, what is your company? Mm -hmm. What are you really want to do? Mm -hmm. uh, what are you really, what do you really want to achieve? And from those two perspectives, now you draw the line to get to your aim, which is to make money and make profit. Yeah. So yeah. Uh. Talking about uh, knowing what is your company, I want to come back to what your company does, actually, because Arbico is in construction business so yeah. mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah so actually maybe ring a bell for the youngers but if you <coughs> if you um if you have been uh, in the market for a long time uh, because plc is a <coughs> sorry, is a construction company okay so we are mainly into building even though we we do some roads we build some roads so we have been uh, in the market for a long while so since 1958 building um, what you can see around. For example, let me just give you an iconic building, and I think anybody can can know, uh, is the Nikon House in Lagos Island. Ah, so this okay. tower has been built by uh, Arbico PLC. Amazing. 
So yeah. if that tower falls down, it's on you guys, right? Yes, but I think we have a prescription. <laughs> I think we have prescription on those buildings, but it won't fall down, you know. Have you guys been building houses that have been one of the ones that fell? You know. No, no. Usually, is is linked to uh, smaller contractors, oh. people who don't care about quality. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you don't say that because like, people are gonna come for you. Yeah, big time. <laughs> no, no, they won't. But uh, yeah, so that's that's the reality of the market. So. You are good builders and bad builders. So, are you like like a business to business company or business to consumer company or business to government company? So, um, we are a business to business company. Mainly? Uh, yes. Okay. Why? Because uh, the construction company is uh, is a very n- not complicated uh, industry, but um, you have a lot of actors mm-hmm. um, you have to talk to mm-hmm. if you want to build. So, for example, if you if we look at uh, the the value chain mm-hmm. of uh, the industry, uh, you start with the client. Mm-hmm. This client could be an individual, private company, foreign investors, asset management company, the government. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, who wants to build so any type of uh, structure. So from that, this client um, has to, by law. Uh, from a s- uh, certain level of uh, complexity and amount has to pass through uh, consultants. Mm. So what we mean consultants, we mean by consultants, we mean by the architect first. Mm-hmm. You want to build something, you want someone to design your dream. House. Yes, the house, the shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Design according to your brief. So from that, the architect will appoint uh, couples of consultants, over consultants. So have in mind QS, quantity surveyors, mm-hmm. um, structural consultants, electrical, mechanical construction. So that, uh, wow, that was a bit, a bit fast for me. I, I yeah. Basically, you have uh, different type of uh, consultants okay. you call on the project to make sure that the project will uh, respect all the regulations, building regulations. I don't mean to understand here. You have a concept like you have like architect. Yeah. It, this guy will basically design the wall buildings, the, the, yes. the, the wall stuff. Exactly. And then uh, you have other guy who will look at our quantity of raw materials we will need, for exactly. instance. And then who else? So basically, you have the architect with design. Mm-hmm. You have the quantity surveyor who count. So Con- he's the money money guy. Yeah, he's the money guy. He's the money guy. Okay. Then you have the structural consultants who make sure that your boat your building will stand yeah. at the end of the day. Wow. And then you have uh, services consultants who make sure that electricity um, will be supplied and the mechanical consultant will make sure that the water will get whatever it has to go to. Okay. So basically that is the basic uh, then you have Those some five s- people are critical. Yes. Okay. Then you have some time for some projects uh Specialist, what we call specialist consultant. So, if you want to have a sound system, different sound system, home automation, ELV, so internet, Cisco. So, actually, you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of um, different consultants mm-hmm. in the project. So that is for the project uh, side. So that is from the client side. Mm-hmm. So once all those people are agreeing on what they want to build and how, how they want to build it, they go on tender and they call companies like us mm-hmm. to build for them. So you have competitors? Have p- competitors. We oh. have a lot of competitors. How many in Nigeria? You cannot count in Nigeria. Oh, really? Yes, because the construction the construction industry is um, is very uh, fragmented. Mm. 
So I will look at it from two angles. You have the post buari <laughs> and the pre buari <laughs> Now, Yo, no, that is that is a fact. Really, that, that <laughs> is a fact. You know, as business development <laughs> manager, uh, is a kind of uh, information you mm. keep in mind mm. when you have uh, elections mm. because uh, the country can change from uh, good to bad or mm. bad to good. So mm. you have to take that in account into your risk factors. Mm-hmm. So um, before, actually, if you want, um, uh, the government has, uh, because of oil, a lot of revenues. So it was releasing a lot of money, calling for a lot of projects. So <coughs> you have what we call an opportunistic market. Mm-hmm. So anybody, you, me, who knows someone who knows someone could just go and for a, pr- a contract, get the contract, set up a construction company, deliver the work, whatever how he could deliver it and go away. Mm. That Meaning that can create a company for one job. So this is why I said it's very fragmented. Mm. Because this opportunity will create a lot of competitors. Now, but the can, they de- can they deliver? I mean, like uh, you create a company out of nothing. I mean, can they actually deliver once they got the contract? The question is not can they deliver? The question is can they deliver what you want? Oh. That is another <laughs> question. No, it's, very it's right. two different yeah, questions. Yeah, two different questions. So... Um, so from that, actually, the post buari mm-hmm. where the co- economy just decide uh, just collapsed, uh, people find it difficult to find those opportunities. So the contractors who didn't have a very solid ground, mm-hmm. financial and technical, disappeared. Oh, yeah. That so now, yes. So now you 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 have the market is uh, very concentrated. And people are going usually where the money is. And the money is in Lagos. So mm. you have a lot of <laughs> competitors, more than before. People coming to bid for jobs in uh, Lagos, yes. Coming from Port Harcourt, coming from Abuja. And uh, yes. So the market has moved, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we found it a bit uh, complicated and competitive to get jobs. But we, by the, the strategy we applied, what I mean by strategy is when you look at the market and you try to understand what are the main trends, mm-hmm. what could affect your business today mm-hmm. or tomorrow, mm-hmm. and how you could react to make sure that you keep on or you grow tomorrow is what I call now um, the strategy. Mm-hmm. So we try to adapt our strategy to the change of the market. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are still there and people are actually coming towards it now more than before because we can find a company can meet the needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like a post buary strategy. Exactly. <laughs> so so <laughs> I, I mean like it, it's like about like um, your value proposition that has changed according to the market. I mean like because the market has shifted to more concentrated um, you, you have less players but mm-hmm. uh, you have also less opportunities uh, less opportunities. Yes. So basically now you have to find the true value proposition. You have to do, you have to find I don't know, some key factors to differentiate yourself from your competition. Yes. So I don't think we change the value proposition. Okay. Our value proposition has always been to give the clients the best quality. Okay. Uh, using innovative tools. Okay. And high standards. So okay. that has never changed. But what has changed now is our positioning okay. in the market. Okay. If before we we thought that uh, going for residential. Uh, market was where we could make money okay tomorrow we maybe go and look at another opportunity another market where we could make more profit 
you understand so you adjust uh, your objectives and um, your strategy to achieve those objectives mm. so like today we're now let's 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 give everybody a rapport of what we're talking about today so we're talking about business development yes. y- you know the role of business development in the construction industry and the, the the reason for this why we brought up this topic is because we feel like there's a lot of startups coming up mm-hmm. you know in our generation 21st century and a lot of them attack however there are very a lot of people a lot of entrepreneurs who are interested in the construction industry okay and they just say like oh construct it's the construction industry is so big like oh my god i cannot get into it maybe i have like i need to have like billions of money to start you know such a company you know and the reason why we brought you so that you can help people understand and break it down you know i mean business development is pretty much the management and starting and getting clients and mm. ensuring you th- like you said the strategy to just maintain your market mm. so um let's start first from problems and issues you face in the market especially we're talking generally for africa okay but let's use nigeria as a case study you've been here for six years and you've experienced the market let's start with a short um example of how you've you know the 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 challenges and the problems you've faced in the construction industry and how you've been able to like scale that Mm -hmm. so we can begin to help (coughs) you know people out there who want to get into this okay Um, yeah. So, so what what are the problems? Like, maybe give us a story of where you were really affected. Like, you, like you talked about y- the competition, and you talked about you know the entire market and post worry and pre worry mm. and all those factors. And so, can you give us a story of how things were really hard for you as a business development guy to sustain your company? Okay. So it's a, it's a very good question and. Um, uh i'm very happy to answer this question because i faced and you may not even guess what we have what has been my major issue actually and believe me um what i can say now is first one you want to develop or create a company actually and to develop in the construction market you have to first assess yourself as a company mm. because most of the entrepreneurs or maybe companies, leaders, management, they have objectives, but they, are, they, they may not be honest with what they want to do and what they are ready to give to, ac- to achieve it. So basically, um, I faced a lot of uh, challenges in my own company okay. to make everybody uh, um, understand where the company wanted to go how the company want to do it and um, how important we have to to gather everybody Mm -hmm. to get to that objective so that was my major issue because your competitors are good because they will take a project and deliver it but you won't know what is happening inside so your client what he will will see is you taking the job and delivering the job okay so the client will like you because he knows that you deliver five jobs over five years good quality according to his needs okay so that is what the client will see but now if you want a client to come towards you you have to give him what he needs Mm -hmm. first question are you set to give your client what he needs Mm -hmm. that is the first question you have to ask yourself and if you cannot solve this 
challenge or this answer this question, you may not even be able to succeed tomorrow. So that was my first challenge. So that's why we we had a l- uh, uh, a lot of discussion, internal discussion with our management to know okay, what do we have what do we have to do to achieve our objectives. Oh, okay. So once you solve this first <laughs> uh, issue, now you go to your market. Okay, now I'm set to go to the market. What should I do differently from my competitors to attract clients? So that is your second question. The second question you should ask yourself. And now you have some market research. You look around. You ask questions. You you take your time. You meet your clients. You try to understand what they need, really need. When they tell you what they need, now you go back. Wait, when you say you do that, I mean like you yourself, you did it? Yes. I mean, you went into the market, uh, you talked to people, you make phone calls, uh, you had some report. I mean, that's the kind of thing you were doing? Yes. So it's, it may not be um, something as structured as I go, I mm. call, mm. I get reports. Mm. It's just discussing with everybody around, mm-hmm. your clients. Just take the time to listen to what they are saying. Mm-hmm. They may have some claims. They may have some remarks. You have to note all that and go back to your management and say, okay, That's what I've noticed from the market. The market is moving. Sometimes some clients will tell you about some strategic moves that your competitors are making <laughs> now. <laughs> you, but you have to be able to discuss and bring all those information to them. Mm-hmm. We call that business intelligence. Okay. Exactly. Yes. So it's a part as well of the function of business development management to gather business intelligence, market survey, and go back to the, to the management and say, guys, listen. The market is moving. Mm. It's even we move with the market or we create a new solution. Mm. But we have to meet that need because clients' needs are moving every day. So that's your key input as a business developer. Yes. I mean, like gathering business intelligence in order to make the best decision. Exactly. So basically, that is the objective of a business developer. Mm. Collect information, uh, sort out information, and then create I would say, uh, uh, a main line where the company will go from this. Mm. And the way you actually acquire information can be informal in the same way it could be well-structured because you say sometimes you call to your customer but you can also have like a survey or market study. It can e- be anyways. Exactly. It, it could just be a forum. You go, you meet someone in the forum, you okay. start discussing. It could be your own clients who are giving you some claims and saying, oh, on another side, the competitor is doing that. Okay, and now you take you, t- you are taking note of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be all type of information, but mm-hmm. where <coughs> the 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 world is very important is to be able to sort out information and come with the what I would call immediate risk, mm-hmm. mid term risk, and long term risk. Okay, and that will affect your your <coughs> your strategy. Yes, okay. so is is a very wide and. Uh, interesting uh, position so you say sorry please so you say that you have f- first step um, know yourself first uh, sorry sorry first step know yourself uh, second step um, know the your client, market the market yeah. basically mm-hmm. what is the third step is there any adapt oh adapt and react okay yes because it's like uh, it's like ev- every process Uh, when you have an input, you have an output. What matters is 
how you control and monitor the process and how you treat your output. Is the output according to what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. So if what I am and what the market is co- uh, is matching with where I want to go, mm-hmm. you continue. Mm-hmm. If one of the two move, you have to move. Mm-hmm. So this is what I call react and adapt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. So we're talking of African companies here. Remember, mm. so you're here for our African people. <laughs> you're dancing, okay. right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I can dance better than you. I like, sure, don't even sure, go sure. there, please. And then for sure. Oh. <laughs> so what are African companies, African construction companies doing wrong that they need to change? What are the mechanisms in which you've noticed in the market, you know, and say, maybe they should change this? Which are the major parts for helping your company to succeed as a construction company? So um, Nanja is a very uh, tough uh, question um, because it's very peculiar peculiar to Nigerian market. Uh, I noticed that uh, there is like uh, a trust issue um, between Nigerians. If you said that you are a Nigerian company, people will be um, really won't maybe won't help and maybe won't give you the job because we have some fears, you know, before, as I said, uh, before was an opportunistic uh, market where anybody could come take a contract, either run away with the money or deliver but not according to what you want. So this um, untrust fee, if I can say, uh, market and uh, <coughs> spirit mindset has been developed over the years. So now <coughs> clients find very difficult to trust an Nigerian yeah. company. So that is one of the aspects I'm fighting as well as business development manager on the marketing side is to, to give people this confidence back like yes an Nigerian company can succeed <coughs> so for me uh, yes Nigerian companies uh, are facing this challenge uh, as construction companies mm-hmm. trust yeah yeah that's crazy trust issues don't yeah. forget me so what are the policies and procedures what, what is your advice to both you know construction companies and maybe the government because somehow the government you know regulates a lot of these big kinds of companies so what are the policies and procedures you feel that they should you advise them to take up to help them scale their business to you know succeed first I think they should uh strengthen the laws because the laws are very weak for example a client could um take a project today start paying you and stop paying you yeah and you cannot do anything against that Mm. they can hold your money forever Uh. you know but if you look at uh, construction uh, industry in uh, developed countries usually when uh, a client appoint a a builders a builder (coughs) for any project the money is available at any time. Mm-hmm. And the money is just control uh, according Maybe to the amount of work you have oh, done. Okay. Yeah, But here, you don't have any uh, control over, over this. So that's why sometimes uh, construction companies are factoring this risk in their own way of working or of developing. Client is uh, one of the major risks we have in the industry, construction industry. 
It's very funny, but... No, that's very interesting what you're talking about because there is a next episode about uh, payment terms and payment tricks that is coming, so... Exactly. <laughs> we c- we yeah. will talk about that one, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Next episode. Yeah. Okay. And what else apart from... I mean, that's on the part of the government or the system. What about the companies, the client, the entrepreneurs who want to have these construction companies? How would you advise them? So, I will advise them. <coughs> construction is a very tough uh, industry. Um, you need a lot of uh, funding. Oh. Yeah. Because you have to acquire equipment. Mm. Uh, you may have a lot of... Uh, your cash flow has to be uh, very good. So, working capital and all that. So, financially, you need to be strong. Strong. So, capital intensive. Exactly. Okay. To start with. But if you can... Um, create uh, an avenue where your jobs are funding uh, your activity in a proper way you can survive but it's a very uh, risky uh, industry for me so if I understand okay that's interesting so you're saying that construction is very risky yeah uh, but if you want to go into construction you have to make sure that you can generate cash from another activity at least in order to no, cover. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, it could okay. be. It could actually. It could be a, 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 good, uh, a, good, a good strategy. A good strategy as well. Yeah, to have a different source of. Yeah, because uh, I noticed in like incomes. construction companies <coughs> here, they work with banks. They get money. They build houses and they sell it at very very high prices, which sustains their company. Yeah. So actually, you have that is what we call maybe uh, diversification uh, mm-hmm. or maybe integration. Some construction company are as well property development companies. So they design, <coughs> they buy lands, design estates, build their estates. They generate volume, generate cash, and use that cash to fund other projects. They are working with other clients. Oh so that is a strategy. Oh sorry, so yeah. it can be seen as um, a strategy diversification. I I wanted to because to go back to your question about uh, if I'm an entrepreneur, let's say tomorrow, yeah, let's say tomorrow, Topi, she wants to start a construction company. Okay, Hi. so <laughs> what can what I can say for sure that she has no experience in construction, right? Does that matter? Um. No, no. Actually, uh, as I said, um, first, uh, I think the first skill you should have is you have to be a good manager. Okay, and a good financier. Okay. So, if you know how to uh, to work with figures, I think you could open tomorrow. You can start your your own construction company. But once those two are there, you still need uh, the technical know-how. Okay. So you, you don't it? yeah you don't need to have it yourself. Okay. But you need to find the right person. It's like any uh, entrepreneur who's starting his uh, own company. Mm-hmm. Is either he has the skill or he acquired the skill. Okay. So. I don't think is it should be an issue for you if you are not uh, from uh, technical background. Wow. Okay. So this is a lot of like information. Thank you, Cancel Lucien. Sound well. Actually, no. Actually, yeah. Lucien was right. Lucien. You can tell you again. Yes, Lucien. Yeah. Well done. Why are you jealous, Alec? I can pronounce your name. It's just like Alec, like Alec, Alec. Like Alec, us. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for Thanks. joining us. We learned so much.
from your episode today. I mean, you told us that, number one, for construction companies, the first thing you want to do in your business development is to collect information. So exactly. that information, create a main strategy on how the company has to go forward and sustain itself. And be always make reserves for your immediate risk, the midterm risk, and the long-term risk. So, um, I mean, that's really important because it's not just only for construction. I think that's every business. Exactly. If you don't actually have risk management, then you're going to crash, <laughs> especially <laughs> in, 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 in very, very, very volatile risk. political yeah. situations. And um, you guys, uh, one of the things Lucien has said you should watch out for in climate in a geopolitical zone like Africa is the trust. So ensure that you deliver what you say you're going to deliver. Don't deliver less or up or beyond. In there's no gold plating of your project. Just deliver what you say you're going to deliver. Don't run away people's money so that we can build an Africa where our clients, our people, trust us to do business for them. Exactly. And thank you for the tips on how to move forward and telling us that we need to learn to strengthen laws. So we, 21st century, as we get into government, one of the things we should look forward is strengthening the laws that govern construction companies. And as companies also and know that construction is a tough business, but it's very, very doable. You just need to be a good manager and a great financier and also ensure that you have a technical expertise on your team. Don't don't think you can do it if you don't have the skill in construction. Anybody can start a construction company, but just always get your technical know-how on point. How can our guests meet you? I mean, get get across to you if they want to talk to you more on this subject. But, um, very simple. I'm available on LinkedIn platform, so we can contact me Good. at any point. Good, so you go to LinkedIn, guys, and just search for his name, L-U-C-I-E-N. And his surname is K-A-N-C-E-L. That's Lucien Cancel. You see his company and just hit him up. Talk to him. He's going to always give you all the support Very you pleased need. to answer he any questions you have. He has a vast <laughs> knowledge of experience for six years. And thank you again to my co-host, yes, Alec. It's me again. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I We're coming back next week. With something hot, hot, hot. Finance. Money, money, money. <laughs> 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 A good match. Yes. So, hey, you guys, get your pom-poms. Get ready. We're going to bring money to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode. And thank you to Midas Radio for getting this message across to you. Have a marvelous week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Au revoir. Au revoir.